There is hope, my friends. I have seen it. Just two weeks ago, I saw it in the story I'm about to share. Two weeks ago on Monday, we were able to go on a home visit to one of the families who attended our family retreat for families raising a child living with a disability in October. They live several hours away in a rural area north of where we live in Thailand. In a smallish dwelling lives a devoted grandmother who is caring full-time for her two grandchildren. Her granddaughter is 10 and lives with cerebral palsy. The little girl is sweet but needs round-the-clock care. She is currently taking nutrition through a feeding tube. This woman also recently took custody of her young grandson two months ago and subsists on a small amount of assistance to provide for the children month to month. I was able to hold the hand of the little girl while our Thai team members checked in with the grandmother. It was very moving to see how much it meant to her to have a cluster of care inquiring as to her needs and situation. The little boy named Pasin also very much enjoyed the attention and became increasingly playful as the visit continued. As we offered some supplies and prepared to depart, our group leader, Mr. Tan, asked permission to pray over her and the children before we left. These lovely Thai colleagues are already brainstorming how they might be of assistance in the future. Mr. Tan is also a member of the Thai First Church in Chiang Mai, and we were pleased to partner with them in leaving behind some needed supplies. I was so moved by the visit, I felt compelled to write a short reflection on what I had the privilege to personally witness. So here it is. I want to share it with you. Yesterday was both beautiful and tragic. The one who had averted our gaze for much of the visit now looked directly at us for just a brief moment. And in that moment, she poured out her lament. She is alone in the world. Those who would be responsible are now gone. She alone is left to care for these precious children. And as is so often the case with these courageous caregivers, the tears flow intensely, but only for a moment. She allows herself to grieve, but only for a moment. She knows from long experience that self-pity will not bring relief, at least not in the new world in which she has become accustomed to living. Promise is gone. Hope is gone. All that is left is love and devotion. The love she receives and the devotion she gives. One child lies docile, dependent. The other is active and engaging. There are limits to what she has to give, but what she has, she gives freely. She is resigned, but she is not unwilling. She in no way feels entitled anymore, but she is certainly grateful. We feel both inspired and despondent. What can one do in the face of such overwhelming need? The answer? Anything. I reach out to the dependent one. She gently clutches my finger. My colleague engages the active one. Within a few minutes, his shy giggle becomes more playful and robust. For just a few moments, this grandmother is not alone. Someone is listening. A brief respite and a glimmer of concern are offered. A few items are left behind to ease the burden. And to close our time together, my Thai brother offers a simple and sincere prayer. The specific words are beyond my comprehension at this point, but the spirit is unmistakable. 
It is an intercession on behalf of this small family, huddled against the unintended harshness of a society who doesn't see them except at a distance. Please remember this family with us and ask that God may open a door for us to be of further assistance in some way. So there's the reflection. Now, my friends, when I only watch the news or put a microscope on my own troubles, it can be easy to forget. But my friends, all is not lost. There is good in the world. And if only for today, this story reminds me, there is hope. Be encouraged, my friends.